everyone and welcome back to my first season. I am originally from Turkey and now live in Montreal. My first season was in Bodrum, Turkey in the summer of 1999 and I was a kayak geo. Greg and I have a very funny story about me being a kayak geo, so please keep listening. Greg was actually my first chief of sports in Club Med and no, I did not follow him to Montreal. My name is AJ and this is my first season. AJ, hey, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, I'm very pleased to join. It's uh, it's great to talk to you, and I'm honored to be invited. Oh, no, I'm honored to have you, and you were so kind to say yes, because it would have crushed me if you said no. You know that, right? Oh, well, I didn't know that. It would have crushed me, because, you know, like I said, your my first season of Chief of Sports coincided with your first season in Club Med, and, you know, you were always so nice and kind and special that if you said no, I would have cried for a week and didn't know, wouldn't know well, what to do with myself, basically. <laughs> So, I would have so, never told you no. Thank Actually, you. you're my first boss in life. So Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll get yeah, we'll get into that later. So I'd like to know uh, you um you are from Ankara, Turkey? Is that right? That's right. Okay. So we know you were living there, but what were you doing at that point and how did you find out about Club Med? Um I was a university student and I was learning French. And I was also giving private English lessons to a um, secondary school student. And his father was actually a GO. And he told me all about his uh, Club Med adventures and how it would help me uh, improve my French. And so I was looking actually for a job too for summer. So I decided to apply. And then I got a call from Club Med. And then, yeah, next thing I know, I was in Bodrum. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to back you up a bit. Was this uh, person who told you about Clement, was he Turkish? Yeah, he's Turkish. Okay. Did he tell you where he worked? Like, was he, did he work at Khmer or you don't, do you not remember? Oh, I don't remember at all. No. Okay. Now, did you, is your degree in French? Like, did you get a degree uh, in French studies or? No, my degree is in translation interpretation. Okay. Uh, you have to do one year intensive French before you're admitted to the uh, bachelor's program. So I was doing the, this intensive French class before the first year of university. And obviously I was very excited about speaking French and learning French and anything French. And uh, so when uh, my student's um, father told me about it, I was like, yes, I'm definitely doing this. <laughs> okay, so what is it about what or I guess at what age did you become I guess you you like the French language that's why you studied it so is it because I'm you find it so beautiful in languages yeah I, I love languages and uh, I've learned English from at an early age and then um, the the program I was planning to attend the translation program was in uh, three languages Turkish English French so I obviously had to uh, learn French for this program and it's a good thing because I'm really very interested and in, I'm passionate about foreign languages. So for me, it's, it doesn't feel like a job or work to learn languages. I actually enjoy it. How many languages do you speak? Fluently, Turkish, English, French, Italian. And I can, wow. so, um, if I go to Mexico, I can chit chat, uh, handle conversations in Spanish. Okay. And I'm guessing when you, and what year, uh, I think I recall when you immigrated to Montreal or moved to Montreal, was it 
2006 or five? 2005. All right. And then when you got here, you, you realized you didn't understand how to speak French here. You didn't understand a word, I'm guessing, right? The Quebec, the Quebecois language is very different. You're like, hey, I speak French. Why can't I understand? Did any of that happen to you? <laughs> Uh, there were times, yes, uh, it happened. Actually, uh, I had a difficulty when I had my first job. Uh, my very first job in Montreal was a customer service representative, and we were receiving calls in English and in French, and people talk fast. And uh, like you said, I mean, the accent is very different here. So I used to have customers repeat and repeat sometimes because that was not the French I was used to. And it's not just about the accent, certain expressions like uh, very Quebecois expressions, which I am not familiar. Yeah, I, it was a bit of a challenge at first, but then I, 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 I adjusted. <laughs> All right, let's take you back to your first season. Now, did you have to apply to an office in Istanbul? Yes, I actually sent my CV to the office in Istanbul. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. And, um, and then they informed me that they were actually attending the career fair at my university. And he wanted to meet me there as well as other people who are interested. So yeah, they um, scheduled a time for me for the interview and I was super excited. Oh my God. Um, I went to the interview. Um, he didn't tell me about a specific position. We, you know, he tested my French and he kind of had a nice chat with me, uh, what I like to do, what I want to do. He told me like, uh, he gave me general information about the jobs in Club Med, you know, the boutique, sports, things like that. But I didn't know uh, which job I was applying to. I was applying to Club Med, but I didn't know where they were going to send me. And then he told me he would call me. And then I think in a few weeks, I got a call from them. And they told me, you're going to Bodrum and you're going to be a kayak geo. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, let's let's not spoil this story because this is the best story ever. Okay, guys, you're, you're, you're in for a treat. All right. Okay, so, but obviously, you since you were from Turkey, you knew where you knew where Bodrum was and you knew it was called the Saint-Tropez Saint of Turkey, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yes. And you, had, I, I'm, I'm assuming I, you'd, you'd been to Bodrum before, though, right? No, no. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did they, do you have to take a bus or did they fly you to, from Ankara? I took a bus. They were okay. playing for the flight uh, of local geos, I believe. So I took a night bus. Oh boy. Uh, How long so did I, that take? I, it's, I think it's about like a seven, eight hour bus ride from Ankara to Bodrum. So yeah, I arrived in early morning to the. Uh, okay. Club. Okay. So here's, I'm going to say what I remember of our encounter. Okay. Then I want your point of view. Okay. Because okay. And listeners, this is 100% true. Uh, AJ will fill in, fill me in if I forget something, but we're gonna, I'm going to say what I remember. So I think, yes, we might have saw each other, but I, I recall vividly meeting you on the beach because you were kayak Joe. And just so you know, the beach in Bodrum is very unforgiving. It wasn't really sand. It was big rocks, right? You get to the beach and you introduce, hi, I'm Greg. Uh, hi, I'm AJ. And then you say, <laughs> you ask me, where are the boats? Currently, we were looking out at the water and the Water was full of boats. Okay. It was uh, the gulets, you know, these, uh, is that how you pronounce it? The gulet, the wooden, the yeah. nice wooden boats, boats everywhere yeah. in the water. And I'm like, okay, they're, uh, <laughs> they're right there. And you had this confused, very confused look on your face, kind of shaking your head. And then 
you said, you said, no, the water ski boats. And I said, I said, we don't have water ski boats in Bodrum. (laughs) Then you said, but I'm kayak geo. And you were literally standing right next to the kayaks. Okay. And I thought, "Uh Oh, is she blind? Like, does she not? (laughs) Did they send me a blind person? (laughs) And uh, then you, another confused look on your face. And I, so maybe you can fill in the blanks later, but after a very Abbott and Gasello routine back and forth, uh, it wasn't evident, but we realized that the word kayak, okay, is a Turkish word. Kayak means ski. Now, since Bodrum was a summer village and not a, a snow ski village, okay, obviously you weren't there to snow ski. You thought you would be there to water ski. You were a water ski geo. Am I right so far? <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> And to make it worse, the kayaks were not the nice yellow, slim, lightweight plastic ones you see in the resorts. These were very, very old. I'd never seen kayaks like this. They were probably twice the size. Yes. Very, very like fiberglass heavy kayaks. And you, okay, you, you, to me, you looked about 88 pounds soaking wet. You were so skinny. Like, I don't know. Do you remember your weight back? Like your weight, your weight hasn't fluctuated at all. You know, I, I know you just uh, you just had a baby. Congratulations. You didn't gain a pound. Women must really hate you, AJ. OK, because you look like you look like a 99. I'm not kidding. I'm not saying that to compliment you overly, but you, your weight did not change. But do you remember what you weighed back then? Oh, my God. I was very light. Yeah, I've always been like that. And uh, I was very, very skinny. <laughs> OK, now let's take it from your point of view. So you get to the beach. It was just fill me in if I forgot something like, cause I know that you, you must remember it differently or did you remember it the same or. <laughs> I remember it pretty much the same. It's very vivid in my mind because when I was told on the phone, I was going to be the kayak geo, I was quite stressed out. Why? Thinking that I was going to be the water ski geo. Did you not know how to water ski? Of course not. And I told them. Okay. Okay. Now this is making and sense. So he's like, you're okay. going to go drum. You're going to be the water. So like kayak geo. And I'm like, so what does a kayak geo do? Well, you'll teach people kayak and you'll watch them when you do kayaks. I'm like, yeah, but I've never done it in my whole life. I've never been on a kayak. Again, thinking kayak means water ski. Okay. And, uh, don't worry about it. You learn. And I was like, oh, okay, just know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> so, the, so the Turkish language, so there's no, there's no, so kayak. Kayak means ski. Like, ski. Yes. Like when you want to say you're going to ski, you say, I'll do kayak. But, but you would use the same, okay, I don't, I don't know if the roots are English for kayak, but if you were in Turkey and you pointed to the yellow plastic boat on, on the beach, that's also a kayak, right? Well, for me, it's a kano. Like we oh. would say. Oh, Oh, Kano. Okay, got it. Okay, so at least 20 years ago, that's the word. I don't know. Okay, so you you arrive as my water ski geo and you've never water skied in your life. No, and I was told I was going to teach water ski. Yes. And do you remember saying, do you remember saying, asking me where are the boats and we were looking at boats? Oh my God. So, yeah. So I took the bus. I'm there. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll learn it. You know, it's not rocket science, I guess, but I'm really stressed. So yeah, we go to the beach together. And so I remember asking you, so where are the kayaks? And you told me they're there. And they're like, yeah, but where? Right. And they're there. And then again, yeah, but I, I don't see them. And I was like, what is and they were immediately like, like under like, your nose. They were immediately under your nose to your left. That's what I remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and 
they finally like we cleared the you know yes that, the, the air yeah. meaning actually the canoes like kind of in my mind and i took a deep breath i'm like okay so so this is it like these are this like uh, kayaks and then i actually i think we were saying uh, i was t- telling you oh i thought i was going to you know be the responsible for the water skis and then we cleared out Oh, on top, oh, on top of that response, uh, response. Like exactly. But it took uh, like uh, 10, 15 minutes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Where are they? Here they are. (laughs) Yes. Now, now. Yeah. So here's the part. And this is like a huge compliment to you. And this is why I told this story for so many years, because you were about 88 pounds soaking wet. The beach was not sand. It was rocks, big rocks. I thought, oh, this poor girl is not going to last two days. I actually said that to myself because And rightfully so, like, it's not what you signed up for. If the kayaks were the normal Clamed ones, no problem, but they were heavy for me, okay, and anyone. And to do that all day long, I thought, oh, my God, and I wouldn't blame you, but to your your testament, to your fortitude, to your character, you lasted the entire season, you know, thereby you know, winning my, earning my eternal, eternal gratitude and, you know, toughness, you know, like I could not have been more impressed with you. That's the honest truth, AJ. Like I, you oh, totally, thank you so much. I don't know how you did it. I know it was hard because I remember seeing you some days and, and Turkey's not cold. Eh? It's the hot, hot summer. How hot does it get in, in the summer? Do you remember? In oh my Turkey? God. I think like uh, in the shadow, it was like 40, 45 degrees. And yeah. it's hot. It depends on where you are in Turkey, but Bodrum is like the southern. Yes. And it's hot. And when I hot, it is really, 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 really hot. I remember I got really tanned. Oh my God. During these few months. Yeah. But you you did it. And like I said, you're one of the toughest people I know. So (laughs) I always. But it was a pleasure. I mean, it was really hard. Like, Although it was very hard and sometimes I dreaded to go to the beach because it was hot and, you know, uh, it was a tough job for me, but it was also my first job. And I'm like, I cannot just leave my first job. I mean, I think I was also um, trying to prove myself that, you know, I started something and I'm going to finish it and I'll do it right. So. And you always had a smile on your face. If it was showing, you never showed it to me, you know, like. Well, you know, I'm a happy girl. In the- yes, I would say, yeah. <laughs> Always smile on your face. Now, did you have any kind? Did you have any kind of? Uh, I mean, I guess the majority of the uh, guests were French that summer. Did you have any kind of Clamet culture shock or any culture shock? Or you were used to Europeans? Did anything surprise you uh, your first week or two weeks at all? Um, well, I was very young, and um, how old were you? I was seventeen and a half. Oh, you were. Okay. Yeah. I thought you had to be yeah. eight, 18 to go to Clement. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's like the water ski. Oh, you're not. Oh, like okay. got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, was I shocked? I was, I, I remember just feeling very, very happy. I was just happy every day because um, I've always had an interest in foreign people, tourists and foreign, anything that that is foreign. So I was very happy to be surrounded by people who are from different cultures, but I wasn't thinking that I was going to do the shows. Like I didn't know the club met culture, like the, the uh, work structure there. I thought I was just going to work on the beach and then say goodbye. You know, the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to do the shows. I didn't know about the uh, GM contact. I didn't know 
um, I would do departures and arrivals. So, and actually I remember uh, I was, I saw my name on the board for a rehearsal for a show. And I was like, why? So anyways, <laughs> I was saying, you know, Karanishi was a sweetheart. And, and yes, I, yes. Wasn't, if it wasn't up to her, like I would have uh, had serious thoughts about joining the shows. Uh, but she was so nice and so encouraging. Uh, I ended up liking doing the shows, although I'm a very timid person. And, and, I, can't, I, and I can't recall, like, I think, I think that summer you were supposed to have days off, but I don't think, did you get once get one once a week? Cause there was a bit of a kerfuffle there uh, for all the geos, not just you, but did you, do you, did you get one a day off? I, I think I was in a show every week. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> and then I remember my friend Gersley. Do you remember Gersley? Oh yes, of course. They made a uh, joke. I was really shocked. They said, "Aj, you know, I saw your name on the board. It's just you on the stage, and you're gonna do belly dancing." Oh boy. Okay. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> Isn't that something Gersley used to do? <laughs> Well, Gus, uh, it really shocked me. And I actually used the F word. We were <laughs> the F word. Well, on well, the table. Okay. I was so okay. shocked. Yeah. Now, was she was she joking with you or this was actually uh, this is actually true? No, no, no. She was joking with me. Oh, OK. Yeah. But it's funny because that's something Gus Day would do, because what I remember Gus Day and you, you'll probably agree. She probably had one of the most photogenic faces I've ever seen. Right. Yes. Whenever oh, a, photo- yeah. a photographer came to the village, whether it was for the club med brochure or whatever, Gus Day was always featured because, yeah, you will. It's hard to, you know, someone more photogenic. I don't know. Uh, those eyes. Yeah, she had a very beautiful face. She was- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always wondered why she didn't become like a top model in, in Turkey. Maybe she didn't want to do that line of work, but, uh, you know, she easily could have, you know, made a lot of yeah. money off her face for sure. <laughs> oh, for yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you had a very, I mean, the sports team in Bodrum, like since it was my first season, Chief of Sports was very small, but it was a very tight knit group and you had a good beach team. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a moose. Yes. Uh, um, I don't remember the other names. Sasha was from France, right? I think he was from, I think he was a mix of France and Canada. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Telling that he was uh, going to Calgary in winters. And that's right. Yeah. He would spend summers basically in um, Europe. Yeah. So what did you think of uh, the the crazy signs when you first saw them that, you know, these things you had to do three, four or five times a day? What did you think about that? Well, I, I was quite timid. I, I, I couldn't believe I actually had to do these signs and dances in front of people. I mean, you, ha- you look, I, I really, uh, I was a very timid person and I haven't even left home for a weekend before I started working for Club Med. And, but everybody was doing it, you know, and I ended up liking them. I, I, I actually thought that it was fun later on, but I had no clue. I was totally clueless about this uh, show and contact part of the job. Well, you, you helped me, like you helped put me at ease. Like when I got to Bodrum, I was terrified to talk to any Turkish geo. And I'll tell you why, because when you come from the outside and you go to the Istanbul office, they tell you everything you cannot do or say in Turkey. And, you know, I traveled a little, maybe not that much, but it's only in Turkey that I had, uh, like, I was terrified to even touch the money. You know, I was terrified to go buy a photo of Kamal Ataturk if it was crooked, you know, like you, you know, you actually put me at ease you know you and all the other Turkish geos were 
could not have been nicer, I would say, to me. So uh, Yeah, but I mean, people are there to have a good time and we're a team. I think Istanbul office is telling all these things to you so that you know. But yeah. after a couple of drinks, I don't think people can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, some was it Raki? Raki? That was the. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I never got used to it. Okay. okay. I mean, neither. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't drink it. Uh, we were I, drinking pastis on the beach. Do you remember at the end? Yes. Of, yes. We would open up a bottle of pastis, and with with some GMs and and the sailing team. Yeah, some merguez sometimes on the barbecue. And I remember yeah. lunch. My God, was it just in Bodrum? The wasp, the wasp problem? Like, oh, so many wasps. Is that common? And they would put out um, things to trap trap the wasps to not have them fly around so much. Do you remember that? Well, Western Turkey, I mean, not in just in Bodrum. I usually, I would go to Izmir and, you know, places close to Izmir in summers. And there were a lot of, yeah, wasps and bees and... Yeah, it's in, in summer, they're everywhere. So when you were talking with the French guests at, uh, you know, lunch or dinner, were they impressed with your French? Yeah, and uh, I actually liked the GM contact. Uh, but again, I, I just wanted to speak French and I wanted to uh, improve my accent, sound French. And I was really uh, feeling happy when they asked me if I lived in France. And I made myself a lot of friends, actually. I'm still in touch with some of them. GMs. Oh, nice. A few um, Belgians, a few French, yeah. I mean, there are times, obviously, um, they were angry. <laughs> and uh, what? No. If, if <laughs> something didn't go as, you know, they wish and oh, no spot for the windsurfing class, but they would calm down very quick. Yeah. Well, they were, yeah, very, I'd say, demanding in that. Well, it's a beautiful resort, so the clientele was, I thought, was very demanding. I remember just being, one story about just being chief of sport, changing my view of being chief of village was I was standing next to Patricia Moretti, the chief of village. We were doing some something at the pool, some very beautiful show, and I was there to you know, translate for the English guests or whatever. And so the spotlight is on us, but at the back row from behind the pool, I see someone snaking their way all the way to come to us. And I don't know who it is. As this person gets closer, I see it's a GM. Okay. It's an elderly woman. Now she's not smiling. She's looking angry. She makes her way, pushing, pushing her way, like pushing people aside, a sea of people to get to Patricia, who's like talking on the mic live. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? And she, she says something to Patricia. Patricia shakes her head. And I said, what'd she say? She said, she wants me to tell everyone at the pool to sit down because she's sitting down at the back of them and she wants to see. <laughs> Oh, and wow. I said, okay, I don't oh. want to be a chief of village. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have to deal with, with, yeah, but that was, yeah. that was kind of common uh, an occurrence that season, but overall everyone was nice. Sure. I thought, yeah, it was a great season, very short. And for them, it didn't rain once. I don't call raining once. So there was nothing really to complain about in that, in that resort. Yeah. Actually, I remember a Turkish uh, GM, he wanted to uh, sail with someone who knows sailing on catamarans, I actually asked him if he knew swimming. And for some, I just felt I had to ask this question. Usually people, they mention they know swimming or we give them like jackets. And But I just instinctively thought, oh, maybe I should verify with this guy whether he knows swimming or not. And, uh, and he said, no, he didn't know to swim. And he went on a, uh, he wanted to go on a catamaran. And obviously I didn't put his name. 
he wasn't happy. And uh, I remember talking to Moose. Okay, what are we doing? This guy doesn't know to swim, but he wants to sail. And we didn't let him sail, though. That was the only um, stressful moment I actually remember on the beach because uh, he was really not happy. <laughs> well, that was a good call. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if he capsizes, then, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a good idea to be in water. Uh, well, yeah. If you don't know swimming. even without Yeah, I think, yeah, this is where I ask for funny stories from if you recall anything funny, and I think you sh- you shared one with me, if you wouldn't mind sharing it, involving involving the involving the right something in front of the chief of villages residence. Okay. okay. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Well, to- yeah. Well, just we'll situate. So, since the village was so small, if I recall, like uh, Patricia lived right, uh, right, right at the entrance of the village. Really, there was like a roundabout for the like a driveway, mm-hmm. and her she was maybe second floor. So one night right in front of, well, you can take it up from the point where one night you were directly right in front of her place at night, right? Yeah. Okay. I was actually walking to my room and uh, there was this uh, good looking Belgian GM walking me. And uh, so at some point we stopped. I I, I said I was, you know, that's where I part because my um, building is that way. It's close to the roundabout, actually. And then he gave me a kiss goodnight. So we kissed, obviously. <laughs> and I, I didn't know I was kissing this guy right in front of the chief of village's house. So anyways, I don't know if it was the next day, but yeah, the, the um, geo meeting we were having, Patricia mentioned it. I mean, she didn't mention my name, but she said, oh, you know, you can do whatever you want in privacy you can uh, kiss whoever you want, but just not in front of my house. <laughs> I was like, Oops, that's me. <laughs> well, no, no, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were alone because, you know, that season, I, I think I was the only one who didn't take a day off because I really wanted to improve the, you know, the sports notes. And I remember like, one of the odd times I go to the disco, I won't say the, uh, one of my geos, I won't say what, what team she was on, but she was kissing literally right in front of me and got so angry with me when I asked her to like, can you go somewhere where no one's watched? She's like, she was, she got so mad that I said that to her. <laughs> like she thought you could, you know, do PDA no matter where, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, yeah, that was funny too. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind, because yeah. there wasn't really anyone around and well, I, yeah, I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's public, but there's no one. So yeah, you didn't do it in the disco in front of 70 yeah, people like she did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I did it apparently in, in front of uh, the chief of the village's house and she yeah. her window. Well, yeah, I mean, but she was she was cool about stuff like that. I, I had yeah, worked yeah, with her. Uh, nice. I'd worked with her for a year in 96 in the Bahamas. So she, uh, you know, there were some that might have been tougher, but no, she she was cool. Well, she was she was a sweetheart. I like. Yes. Really, Shit, yeah yeah do you have any more funny stories from your first season? we'll get into your other seasons but do you have any more that you wanted to share um i'm thinking i'm trying to remember because as you told me that that season in bodrum was your was your first and last as a sports team geo yeah, correct and then i switched to excursions why, yeah. why why did you switch to excursion well because I thought sports was very tough and um, being under the sun all the time. I don't know. I, I just felt I should be in an, I should have an office job. 
maybe it would fit better uh, to my background and my qualifications because I mean, I don't know to like uh, sail, I don't know to windsurf. I mean, there might be- Or water, water ski. Or water ski for that matter, yeah. You know, there might be people who will be just better than me. Now did, okay, so this, the Bodrum closes. So we, we did the opening and closing. Now, did you say, think you were gonna take a break or did you immediately get a second season like for October, November? No, because I had uh, to attend university. And okay. I, so I went back to school basically after the um, season. And then this next summer I applied again. No, actually I didn't apply. They called me if I want to work again. And I, of course, said yes, because I really had a good time uh, in my first season. And they uh, actually sent me to Focha as Ah. an NGO. Yeah, yeah. That's another summer village, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the northern west of part of Turkey. What year was that? was 1999 well no wait you were in we were in bodrum in 99 so if you oh, went sorry, back to school it was yeah, yeah yeah it was uh 2000 okay yeah. 2000 yeah. okay yeah but and excursions yeah. how, yeah. how many how many excursions were there in pocha oh a lot of excursions it's actually a great village to do excursions i think it's closed now um uh, quite a few actually i think is eight or nine excursions in total do you have any excursion horror stories? Something that went wrong? I love when stuff goes oh, wrong. I have an excursion, like a horror story was the guide at the beginning of the season. This guy was just drinking 24-7. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, like I, I had, to, like he didn't show up to one of the excursions. And uh, thank God it was not a very big excursion it was not a very big group and it was not a historical site excursion because that requires a guide with a badge it we were just taking uh, the guests to the bazaar uh, to the marketplace and uh, so I'm waiting I'm waiting and he's not showing up I call him no answer I call his room there's nothing and I said you know what I guess I'm just taking the people to the marketplace Anyways, uh, so um, yeah, he basically just fell asleep. He was drunk again uh, the night before, and uh, but I had a good time. I actually had fun. I was very uh, stressed out. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't even been there. Like, I hope I won't lose people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, um, I, and uh, no, it, it went well. People were nice. Marketplace is that impressive. Like it was, I, I don't know why they had this excursion. It was just like in any regular marketplace you would find anywhere in the world. And uh, we, I remember we were receiving sometimes negative comments from people like, why did you take us there? You know, like I think the point was to show them local life. But it's really not interesting. So uh, not only I was stressed out about losing people and also like having to deal with their negative comments after that. But yeah, that was my horror story. <laughs> well, Especially this guy, uh, he was let go for obvious reasons and we had a great one. I, yeah. uh, I, should, I should ask you this about your first season because I, I, if I recall one of our uh, pastimes was you would try to teach me how to pronounce your last name and I was always <laughs> screwing it up. I think it took all summer to, I might've gotten close to it. So. Uh, do people so it's not just me right people have a hard time 
pronouncing it correctly? People, uh, my last name is like my curse. People had a hard time pronouncing it in Turkey, in my native country, and they have a hard time pronouncing it in Canada. But at oh. least in Canada, they're used to exotic last names, so they kind of make an effort. But yeah, I have a very complicated last name. Is it Turkish, your last name? Yeah, it is Turkish. Okay. As Eastern European background. like Okay. Te- Indeed, Tepedelen is a town in Albania, you know, the country in the Balkans. Yes. And Tepedelenli means a person from Tepedelen. So I can find it is a little bit complicated for Turks as well, but they would butcher it. Like they would literally butcher my last name. Uh, (laughs) I was actually called once Tepelendi, which which means someone who is kicked out. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. okay. I, I must have yeah. said that a few times. Okay. I was telling myself if I get married, uh, I'm going to change my last name, but in Quebec, it's illegal to change your last name. Like, so well, no, like I, name. well, not legal. I, as everyone knows, I changed my last name, but Quebec doesn't let you choose the name you want. That's the, that's the kicker. You spend a lot of money and not only that, they could refuse you, but you have to actually choose your mother's maiden name. Like if you're born in Quebec, yeah, it's not like in the States, you can call yourself Baba Kazoo, and that's fine. But no, in Quebec, uh, they, they tell you what you can call yourself and you can't pick your own middle name either. Like I had to drop my middle name. So <laughs> Oh, okay. But yeah, um, that's the thing. You have to pay a lot of money and yes. decide if you should, you can, you're allowed, whatever. It's yeah. Oh yeah. It's a huge process. And then, and then like, so I was finally accepted and then you have to go about changing all your ID that you've had all your life, passport and, you know, drivers, Medicare. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, how, how many seasons overall did you do in Club Med? Four seasons. Yeah. Four. So after Focho, where did they send you or where did you want to go? Um, I was, I went to Palmier and I went to Akushadasa. Okay. Palmier is huge, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I, I was in Akushadasa in 2001. So when were you there? It was my last season, uh, when I graduated in 2000. Yeah, it was 2002. Okay. Uh, we missed each other by a year. I know, right? (laughs) But I think you were... Uh, no, I think I was in Fucha and you were in uh, Kushidaza. Do I remember this right? Well, no, like I was in uh, 2001 in Kushidaza. You said you were in Focha in 2000. Yeah. But, but I can't, no, you weren't there because I, I came, we, uh, we drove to Focha to challenge my friend Joker was there and we challenged them to a, a volleyball game. So you, you, you were not there. I, I, w- I would have known. So yeah, you were there in 2000. Yeah. Did you like um did you like Kushidaze? I thought it was a nice place. Um sure it was, it was okay. Prefer- it was not my favorite village to be honest. It Which was not the type of client. I don't know for some reason I've encountered the most difficult GMs in Kushidaze. But oh. a coincidence. And um the rooms were very far I remember like the geo rooms. Yes. Sorry to get there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I had a scooter in that, that village. Boss. Oh my God, she was a character in a hell. Who was? My my boss in Kushadas. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, I really thought about quitting, and but I didn't. Who was your chief of village there? It was. Oh my God, I forgot. It's, he's a French Algerian guy. The chief of the village was nice. It's just my excursion boss was 
Uh, was there a certain chief of village you click with the most? Like, um, like as favorite, let's, uh, yeah, let's just focus on your positive. So which, which yeah. chief of villages, like, did you, oh, I think I some, like them all. you like them all? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I have like, I have good memories. Like I don't remember being unhappy uh, at any club met. I think I, overall, they were all very nice, but again, Patricia was my first chief of village and, you know, there was something about her. She was also sometimes like very mummy-like and uh yeah she had that. i mean she was young but just and energy if you, if you could and if you could get her to laugh there was nothing uh, better than the sound of her laugh right like like yeah. like getting her gms to laugh that's easy but if you could get her to laugh and then she'd laugh you know that was <laughs> I, so I was always trying to make her laugh didn't always work okay <laughs> yeah yeah so I, yeah so i guess i can tell patricia was my favorite chief of village were there any turkish celebrities that came through turkey at any of the villages you were at Oh, yeah, actually, uh, there's this um, singer and his, no, uh, the musician, his, his name is Ozan Doğulu. Um He's actually. He's not he, the one that did that <laughs> Turkish crazy sign we used to dance to, right? Who was the name of that guy again? Uh, remember that? Kiss Kiss? Uh, Who, no, Tarkan. No, 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 that was not him. Ah, it wasn't Tarkan. No, like, okay. <laughs> Tarkan is like uh, the very big star of Turkey. He's internationally known to in some certain countries, too. But uh, um, the the musician I'm talking about, he's he's um, yeah he's uh, important, like he's a very well known too. Or Ozan Dolu with his manager, and his brother is a big shot in Turkey too. He's a um, like a very well known. So very- were all the Turkish geos in the resort going Gaga? Like did, so you recognized him right away? No, we recognized him right away for sure. And he would come and chat at my uh, excursion desk. I think he was an ex. He came to Club Med when I was doing excursions. Yeah, he was nice, but people didn't go necessarily crazy about him. I mean, they were like, oh, he's there, he's there. Yes, but nobody really disturbed him. I think he had a good time and uh, he actually liked not being, (laughs) you know, talked to all the time by Turks. Okay, (laughs) got it. I'm going to ask you a present day question. Yeah. Uh, to this day, uh, so your last season was in 2001. Do you ever have the same recurring dream that you are back at Club Med working? Does you ever dream about this? Oh, of course I do. He, it never left me. Okay. I, I, I'd like it to leave, but it hasn't yet. But <laughs> because I'm always working. I really, I'm not on vacation. Really, I'm, I'm working. No, but I think, you know what? I actually went to Club Med twice for vacations and I had a great time. You did? Where'd you go? I went, uh, I was in Turkey. I went to Cappadocia, you know. Oh, yes, beautiful. Tiny little uh, club met there, hotel. And I went to Turks and Caicos. Okay, so this would be the first time you went to a non-Turkish club med. Yeah. Did you like Turks and and Caicos? I loved it. But I think I, I really had fun when I was working there, too. And I think it was more fun when I was a GM than I was a GM. (laughs) You had more fun as a GM? No, as a geo. Okay, but you went to Turks and Caicos as a GM? That's right. What what year were you there? Do you remember? It was 2000. It was actually after a breakup. Okay, uh, 2008. Okay. Did yeah. you get to see Jojo, the wild dolphin? Of course I did, yes. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I actually did scuba diving for the first time uh, in Turks and Caicos, yeah. Oh, really? Did you try water skiing for the first time as well? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> still no water ski. okay. <laughs> still no water ski. I resist. I'm so traumatized, I still resist. Okay. You would love it, though. It's so fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So did you like did you like the fact? Sorry, go ahead. Did you like the fact that it was um, an adult villages, uh, adult village, no kids around when you went to Turks and Caicos? Yeah, it was uh, adult adult village, no kids. Did you like that? I kind of like it when kids don't run around and shout. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. I I met very nice people. I actually have a friend now, one of my very good friends, whom I met there. And uh, no, everything was great. I love Turks and Caicos and I loved being at Club Med again. The chief of the village was a Canadian guy from Quebec. And um, I remember actually he was picking something like a paper, like a chocolate paper somebody dropped or left on the beach. And I, it's so funny because when I saw him picking it up, I was like, oh, I didn't see this. It's as if, you know, I felt like I was working there and I had to, you know, pick it up myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm not, I didn't do it and I didn't see it. I kind of started making explanations to the chief of the village and I'm there on a vacation, not working, you know? Well, does it ever happen? You hear a song from, from Club Med, like Tarkan, let's just say, like you're in a grocery store and you immediately either start dancing or try to prevent yourself from dancing side to side, clapping your hands. Does this happen to you? Well, no, but I was, and I still am, I'm super friendly. Oh my God. I go into the store and I'm like, Hey, how are you? And it's to strangers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Especially right after the season, you know, like the season ends, you go back to, I go back to Ankara and I'm extremely friendly. I remember like smiling at strangers and I was misunderstood a few times, but yeah, <laughs> that's uh the club met effect, I guess. <laughs> All right. Big question. Did you find that your, I use the word magical a lot, so forgive me. Okay. It, did you find that your first season was magical in any way compared to the other ones or do you just oh, like them all, do you like them all the same or was there one that stood out for you? I enjoyed all my experiences, but I definitely the first season stood out with me. I think it was the best and the most fun season. And I learned a lot about life and myself and people during that first season. And it was my first working experience yeah, it was fantastic. I actually I like the other seasons, but it never felt the same. Yeah, and just just to be clear, because you 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 emphasize this in your intro. Yes, you did not because I was your first chief of sport and first boss. You did not follow me to Montreal. Okay, no, I did so not so me what? To uh, <laughs> how did you decide on like what was the impetus? What said? What made you say? You know what? I want to try living in Montreal. I actually, um, I've always wanted to live abroad. Out of curiosity, I loved my life in Turkey, too. I actually had a pretty good job. I was working for United Nations. But there was... Oh, always, really? You were, a trans- yeah. were you a translator? Yes. And uh, But th- there was a part of me who was just wanting to go abroad and live there and uh, experience a different country. I just didn't know which country to start from. And um, then I was still studying at university. My mom, my mother got a scholarship from uh, Université de Québec uh, de Montréal. Sorry, not from UCAM. She got a scholarship from uh, Agence de la Francophonie to um, do a postdoctoral um, study at UCAM. Wait, your mom is a, has a PhD? Yeah. In what? In uh, linguistics. Oh, okay. Oh, so is that where you got the... Yeah, that's where I got my uh, interest. In okay, so your mom did a postdoc in Montreal. Yeah. Oh, interesting. She, she went there uh, with my sister, and I stayed with my dad. 
And uh, when she came back, she was like, okay, we're immigrating to Canada. I found a country for you. <laughs> I wanted to live abroad and that would be great for all the family. So we started the process and uh, it took about two years. Um, and then, yeah, we arrived in Montreal. I actually, I was the first uh, person to arrive in Montreal and family. I stayed with a friend and then I rented out the apartment and then my family followed me um, two months later. Yeah, and I think you wrote me because yeah, I remember I remember I remember meeting you for drinks in a bar, and I was so like so shocked and happy that you, like what are the odds, you know? Like I know, right? <laughs> the the girl who I thought was going to quit the job in two days last the season, and here we are all these years later, you know, having a drink in Montreal was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's uh, unbelievable, actually. Yeah, and um, so yeah, that's how it happened. And I never left Montreal, and I made Canada my new home. I got married uh, a few years ago. Have my have a, have a Canadian baby now? <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I just want you, you listeners to know you could be in, in the warm sunshine right now, but you chose Montreal, so that just proves how even more tougher you are. Okay. <laughs> oh well, I'm actually questioning this now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Winter, especially this year. Yes. I kind of question my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally normal. I I do it every winter. I. When winter comes, I say, why did I leave Club Med? It happens, it happens to all of us. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yes. I'm, yes. Yeah. The good news is it's almost over because February is, uh, is here. It's a very short month. So March is really the last month of winter. So you just got to make it another month and a half and it's all over. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'm hoping to survive. I actually started skiing, not water skiing, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is good. So it helps. <laughs> so, um, so do you like it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. My Where husband. do you go? Which mountain do you go to? Sorry? Bromont. Oh, Bromont. Okay, good. Yeah. And did you fall down a lot when you were learning? Not a lot. A few times. But uh, no, I didn't have dangerous falls. Oh, I had, good. Yeah. But I, I don't take chances. It's not that I learned now I'm going to go to the most difficult mountain. So, you know, I start easy. and then Yes. And I'm still at intermediate. I'm hoping to take a few uh, classes to improve my ski, but I actually love it. And it helped me love Canadian winter. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not me. I don't care if I never snowboard again. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So before I let you go, cause you've been so kind with your time. Am I, I don't want to like, am I forgetting? getting to ask you anything about your club at experience or just something you wanted to say? I didn't ask you like, now's the time. Like I, you know, uh, I, uh, or did we cover it all that you, you know, did we cover uh, everything? We cover, we covered pretty much all, but I, I just want to say that you were also the first Canadian I've ever met in my life. Really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you might have, you, you made a quite an impression. I was like, oh my God, they're all like that. Great. <laughs> what was it? Was it my long blonde hair that I used to have back then? And I miss, was it that? I, okay. I, I, I can okay. listen. I actually saw you before we were introduced. I remember walking towards the reception and I saw this tall, blonde, good looking guy. I'm like, who is this? And uh, yeah. And then when I was introduced, I was like, wow, is this my boss? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I don't get that anymore, but thank you for that. <laughs> now it's like, that's my boss. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ew. I had a good looking boss. Yeah. That's wow. why I'm a hardworking person now. I love working. Okay. So that's why you stayed on the beach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. 
Oh, you were the sweetest AJ. You know, you still are. Thank you. So thank you for not changing ever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's it's great to talk to you too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great memories. Yeah, you taught me some Turkish. You taught me my. Turkish. Oh, you still remember? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Got a good teacher. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, well, thanks again, AJ, for sharing your story with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me, Greg. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, everyone, great. that was AJ from Turkey, now living in Montreal. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.